All right, people, if you have listened to this podcast before, you know Art of the Trek is a great place to plan your backpacking trips. Our friends over at Art of the Trek are working hard to research and add things like campsites, trailheads, and scenic locations to their public map. The good news is that you can now add your own points of interest to the map and help your fellow adventurers plan their trips. That's pretty cool. If you have something like a favorite campsite, trailhead, or a scenic location that you'd like to share with others, please head over to artofthetrek.com, turn on some points of interest from the overlays menu, and select the orange plus sign at the bottom of your screen to help your fellow hikers plan the best trips possible. If you contribute at least a dozen or so of these, Art of the Trek is going to send you a free swag bag. That's pretty sweet. Welcome, everybody, to a, a very special, that's good, a very special Veterans, Veterans Day. Day. Happy, happy happy Veterans Day. Absolutely. Um, what are we wearing this Veterans Day? Some Vietnam outfits. So uh, pay homage to the, I want to say the Forgotten War, but I think that's Korea. That's I, not Vietnam. No, no. The Forgotten War is Korea. Yeah. They probably wore similar outfits. Um, no. So uh, they did not. All you, all those, we probably have some people that watched and served in Vietnam. Yeah. Thank absolutely. you for your service. Thank you for anyone's service who, yeah. uh, who's, who was or is currently in the armed forces. You know, we, uh, we respect the sacrifice that is made. Yeah. Absolutely. You certainly have our respect. And, uh, on this Veterans Day, it's important to to reflect and, and pay homage to those that that give us the yes. right to do what we're doing right now. And in honor of Veterans Day, we thought we'd bring on our own veteran. He's Mr. a veteran and a veteran backpacker. He's a veteran backpacker and an actual veteran. So we are we are happy to bring on Mark from Spagiver Backpacking. Let me bring you up on the screen, big guy. All right. Hey man. How's it going? What's going on? How's it going? It's going well. Um, going well. Are you enjoying your Veterans Day? I am. I went out, went out for a little bit of a drive, washed the car. And I saw you've been posting a lot, some car videos. Car videos. I have, yeah. yeah. I Do you want to tell Andy what you got? Second, I started a second channel. Wait, <laughs> wait, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. I did. What, yeah, well, well, what's the name of the channel? Let's throw it out there. Spagiver Supra. Is it really? Oh, is, it, so is it a Toyota is, Supra? It yeah. yeah. So is it all about yeah. Supra, like Supra stuff? Yeah, it's all about mine. Just kind of uh, what mods I'm going to be doing to it, what mods I've done to it. So, yeah, oh, I'm that... actually just uploading the second video today. If you think if you right think now. the the backpacking YouTube community was drama, wait till you get the to car, the car, the car YouTube community? Dr- community drama. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty a, sweet. A coffee, a coffee video this morning, and it's all YouTube for you day. today. Um, before we it talk is. about backpacking, though, I do want to. I know. I think we talked a little bit about it when we had you on before. But give us a recap of you have some pretty badass military service in your past. You want to? Can we? Can we talk about it? Yeah, sure. I did. Uh, I did fifteen years, a little over fifteen years. Air Force started out uh, on the enlisted side. And was a, a crew chief, a flying crew chief on the C5, turning wrenches, making sure it, it flew. <laughs> uh, and then it, it, it's a big plane. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It, a lot of a lot of work going on there. And and usually, you know, anytime they had a, a mission that was a, an important one, they had two or three ready to go because oh, really? inevitably one, one was going to break and they were going to have to go to a backup. Um, so, yeah, did that for a while. And then... Uh, Got my pilot license and got my degree, and then applied for and was accepted to uh, OTS. Became a, a pilot and uh, flew AWACS. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Number, and then went back and taught on the T six. So taught new pilots how to how to fly formation and aerobatics, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Do you still? I I think I, I know. I've talked to you about this a little bit. Do you still fly? I don't. Uh, I've gone back and forth. I flew last, uh, oh, last November. I was out in Arizona and flew. Um, and, and it's weird because I, I could fly every day if I wanted to with my job. But, right. uh, you know, there's just so much going on. I'm, I'm so busy all the time that eh, keeping, keeping current and keeping medical and all that stuff hasn't been at the top of my priority list. Did, uh, did I tell you I have, I have, I have seven hours in a Cessna 152? <laughs> you won't shut up about this. 
Seven hours. <laughs> I did two landings. Awesome. Two landings. Hey, man. That, that's two. That's, that's not bad. Pretty not damn bad. thrilling when you land an airplane for the first time. I will say that. That is a hell of a rush. So I'm basically a pilot at this point. Just kidding. Um, uh, before, another thing before we get back into backpacking, because uh, we had you on during a, a couple of the uh, coronavirus live streams. How's, yeah. the, how's COVID yeah. been going? How's it... How's it going with you? You're you're out in Oklahoma, right? Yeah, out here it's been, you know, I looked at the rankings the other day, and we're right in the middle. We're like 25th, so we're right in the middle of the of the country, both literally and figuratively. <laughs> uh, but there hasn't been much change here. I mean, honestly, yeah. there's like, it's kind of funny. I go to I go to Gold's Gym every morning, and I walk in the door. And to get in, you have to be wearing a mask. But as soon as you walk past the counter, everyone takes their mask really? off. So, yeah, it's like a they won't let you in the door without your mask. But no one wears it once they're in there working out. Is, and, and it's the same thing with like restaurants. You go in, you've got to have the mask on to go to your table. Once you get to the table, it comes off. Um, yeah. But it, it's it's very much uh, it's very relaxed here. I mean, I was in California uh, for work down in the San Diego area not that long ago. And it was just, it was insane how strict they are with stuff. I was yeah. like, holy crap. Yeah, you, so different you can't, right um, you can't sing during Thanksgiving. So if you were in California, really? Yeah. You can't sing. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's no, basically no sh- fascism. No shouting either, by the way. And I'm not even joking. I, you know, let's keep the no shouting rule just in, in general. general. <laughs> yeah. You know, why do people need to shout? <laughs> You're not allowed to sing. Um, so Now singing, that's some footloose level shit. Like no dancing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you're back to traveling. It, it was around me though. <laughs> <laughs> so you're back to traveling for work, it sounds like? A little bit, yeah. Um, still the, the overseas stuff is still tough. And, yeah. uh, you know, getting our, getting our guys in and out we're dealing with quarantines just about everywhere. So, Mm -hmm. you know, what, what was a quick movement is now weeks and weeks to, to get people in. Do you, um, do you know people personally that have gotten it? My wife does. I, well, I guess I've, I've worked with a couple of people who've gotten it, but everyone I know of that has gotten it has had zero symptoms. They've been all asymptomatic. Yeah. That's scary. Um, that's good. That's good. At least, you know, you and your family haven't gotten it. We're, uh, we've, we've stayed pretty clean here pretty clean for the most part, but Ohio, not to talk about coronavirus, but Ohio, it is raging right now in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, like we're breaking every day is a new record. Um, there was a, there was a press conference last night that we're getting close to capacity. No, there's, he's, so, you know, shit's getting oh, really? serious yeah. when our governor schedules yeah. a, evening press conference which we have one tonight that's yeah. when that's when shit's getting serious so like we've just been doubling the amount of hospitalizations and like it's it's uh it's things are not trending the correct way in ohio so at least it's i think where you are it might at least be and like where you know uh we'll get to talking about the tahoe rim trail but in reno where our sister lives like it's not it's not it's not a big deal there um the vast majority of uh cases in uh, Nevada or obviously in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, and, and she's like, you can do, I mean, basically life, I mean, people wear masks, but life for all purposes is fairly normal. And it's a pretty, I mean, it's a pretty outdoorsy town too. So most stuff is outside. Um, but like, it's just nothing like here in, in Ohio where like shit's, shit's getting off the hook a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Um, so literally just before this, I watched your little, um, reflections on the Tahoe Rim Trail. I hadn't watched that. I'd watch your Tahoe Rim Trail videos, okay. but I watched um first. I didn't realize you carried that much camera gear. Oh my god. Oh dude, it was so what's what's funny about that is I carried all that camera gear. Uh the first day I was so out of it from the the altitude sickness or whatever was going on there that I uh the camera was out of focus half the damn time. Wow. So I'm carrying all this shit, and it's it's a crap video. Um, but then just this last last weekend, or just this previous weekend, I went out and did a three day trip, all only with the GoPro, Hero Eight. The whole thing was with that, and people are telling me it's the best video I've ever done. <laughs> so you you talked about that in that video about how you're not bringing the Sony, uh, you're done bringing the camcorder. No, 
No, I'm I'm done. I'm done carrying that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Honestly, side by side, if you do it all with, you know, hell, I saw I saw a guy do a video. Um, he did the whole thing on his iPhone 11 Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was it was outstanding. I was like, I'm carrying all this crap, and his looks just as good. I'm done. I'm done carrying everything. You know, I'll t- I'll still take the drone from time to time. Now. I'll check where it's I, legal. Okay, right. So I got, sure uh, I, careful. I got yeah. flack for that for my t- TRT drone videos too. Uh, although yeah. the first place I shot the drone, it was actually legal to have it there. Uh, it was just desolation wilderness. You're definitely not supposed to right. have drones there. I still did it and it was worth it. The shots are sick. Um, I'm claiming mine were, mine were stocked. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Right. I bought, I bought it. I bought it. Um, I saw you were getting flack for that. Uh, so you would, but you're still going to consider taking the drone backpacking. Yeah, I actually, I wish I had taken it this past weekend. I didn't, I didn't take it because this, the trail we were on, usually it's, it's so like overgrown that getting it up and being able to land it again, it's kind of a pain in the ass, but everything looked, I mean, it would have been really perfect with the, uh, the fall colors and stuff this weekend. Yeah. We, uh, we went out this past weekend and I've, I've been bringing the drone, on most of the trips recently, but I don't know if I'd bring it over like three or four days. Yeah. I don't know. It's heavy. Yeah. But, um, well, it's the, I mean, like I had five batteries with me oh for the CRT. So, I mean, it wasn't just, it wasn't just the camera equipment. It's all right. the damn batteries. Yep. You, uh, you gotta get up to the Mavic air too. You get like a 35 minute flight time on one of those batteries. Actually, I just saw that the uh, Mavic Mini. I know, I know. That was pretty impressive. I know, I know, I know, I know. And they're claiming a thirty-minute flight time, and it's like the size of like a Big Mac. I know, like two hundred forty-five grand. I know, I know. Uh, I saw that too, and I was like, "Shit!" It's like I gotta stop buying drones. That's actually a popular (laughs) drone uh, for backpacking. Obviously, rightfully so. It's so small. Um, So, when are you doing the TRT again? Are you gonna do with us next year? You do with us. I would definitely like to come out and do it with you guys. It all, it kind of all depends on what's going on. I know that we've got, I've got a family trip that was already scheduled down to, uh, to Maui. Uh, other than that, I don't think I've got anything really planned. So, I mean, the goal right now is definitely to join you guys, finish it off. Um, and then probably the next year go out and through hike the whole thing. So go finish it and then do it all again. Or maybe the next year do, uh, the Tahoe de Yosemite or something, something else out there. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, that would it, be sweet. How far JMT is that? Would be would be great. I think it's about the same. I think it's it's right in the ten ten to fifteen day range. Okay, okay. Uh, I didn't realize that makes sense though. There's a trail from Tahoe to Yosemite. Mm-hmm. That would be sick. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not great. It's it's not like super well marked. So it's definitely a little bit of root finding because it's not for whatever reason, it's not a popular trail. Like you hear about, you know, TRT, JMT, high Sierra trail, uh, all of those. But for whatever reason, Tahoe to Yosemite doesn't get talked about very yeah, often. I didn't even know it existed until you just said that. So that's something to put on the, we're starting to put together our, uh, I know you said you didn't have anything on the docket. We're starting right now to put together our, our 2021 schedule. 2020 was a shit I- year. So we have, other than the Tahoe Rim Trail, though, which we're definitely planning on doing the whole thing next year. You should just do the whole thing with us, Mark. Then you don't have to do it. Then you have to. Do, you don't have to go there three times. Okay, you, you convinced me. <laughs> that was a, that was a, that was an uh, easy. How many sell. days? How many days are you guys doing? Five oh. days. <laughs> we're sprinting it. I, I, I'm out. No, I think what was what was your original plan? Eleven, ten, or eleven? Eleven. Eleven. And actually, I think, I think if we were, if we were to go back and do it, we'd probably take. 12 to 13 just to that's what we're doing yeah. just to stretch it but we're probably going to do two obviously back to back but two six day chunks yep. um and then obviously go stay somewhere resupply spend a night uh probably somewhere off trail no i was good we were going to do three to four day and then resupply yeah, I mean, I mean, like, stay off trail. Oh, okay. Like, um, yeah. yeah, so we have the luxury of having someone that lives out there. So, like, when we do it, like, we're not taking six days of food with us at a time. Like, if our sister's watching, she will be bringing food to us at trailheads, <laughs> like, every, like, three days. Because if you do that, I mean, that that's a huge, that's a game changer. If yeah. you only have to carry oh, three yeah. versus six days of food, 
then you can bring 10 pounds of camera gear. Yeah. Um, so our plan was, yeah, do that, but then halfway through pull off trail for a night, you know, change clothes, shower, whatever, and then finish it up the next. So four resupplies, one night off trail. That's like kind of what we're thinking, man, though. Fingers, fingers crossed for a better fire year though. Yeah. I think it burned everything off. So there's probably no fires next year because it burned it all. uh, It got all the undergrowth. So I, I, I finished the third TRT video that you had where you end it in Tahoe city. How pissed were you though? <laughs> like you didn't really play it out on camera. You're like, Oh, you know, it's closing. <laughs> we, we, we have to get off the trail. <laughs> How pissed were you? I'd be livid. Like it was, it was pretty bad because we had already, we, we didn't hear about this while we were on the trail. Yeah. We didn't hear about this when we got down into town. It wasn't until I was asking I had gone to every damn store in that town That's trying funny. to find an SD, to find card. An SD card. <laughs> and we had already, I had already spent like over a hundred bucks on, like I had my resupply waiting at the hotel we were staying at. Yeah. And I had already gone and spent a shitload of money on other crap I really didn't need, but wanted. And then, uh, started getting these messages that, Hey, you're not allowed on. Who, who, like, how'd you find out? So I was on the uh, Tahoe Rim Trail through hikers forum yeah. on or, or Facebook page, um, and I put up a thing saying, "Hey, heading back out tomorrow. If anyone has one, I'll buy it off of them if they can get to get to Tahoe City." And that's when the messages started popping up. Hey, uh, hey. By the way, <laughs> it's a, it's a five thousand dollar fine if you get caught back out there. That's oh, what it was. It was like five, five grand. grand. Five grand. Now was it yep. was Nevada closed too, or is it just California? So there were, there were three sections that were still open. So Mount Rose Wilderness. Oh, that's close to our sister's place. The uh, Desolation Desolation Wilderness was still open, oh. and then the small a small chunk in Nevada that was open as well. But they were only open to to day hikes, no overnights, and you couldn't have any fires, any stove of any type, like zero, none. If you even had a stove on you, you were getting fined. Um, so did you consider trying to like keep going in certain areas? I guess you couldn't right? No, over. Or did you consider like waiting it out? Did you try to, did you, were you thinking like backup plan, like go to a different state real quick? So yeah, we actually talked about, uh, taking, cause we rented a car cause we had to get back down to, to South Lake because that's where we had dropped off our suitcases and all of our, our stuff was down there cause that's where we were finishing. Uh, so we rented a car to go down there and we talked about just driving to Colorado and hitting some, some oh, stuff. Oh yeah. And just driving home, canceling our tickets completely and just driving home. Um, but I think we were all so pissed at that point <laughs> that like, I don't know, we were all kind of bummed, but then we went out and we hiked the next day, uh, went up to Horseshoe Falls and, and kind of just climbed around and had fun and, and joked around and, uh, the mood was good. So I, we probably should have done something where we, where we did, but um, now we all just kind of chalked it up and went home. Yeah, I. Uh, so that, that's like when we did when we planned our Colorado Trail trip, when we were planning to go to the Arizona Trail, when we do the Tahoe Rim Trail next year, we always have like a big fire contingency, like almost a second entire trip lined up. Yeah, in case like you have to pull the plug. Yeah. Like, uh, cause it gets bad in Colorado too. I mean, it's not the same fires, but like there's definitely years where, uh, hiking on the Colorado trail is, is dicey because of wildfires. So we have like, and we had to have a contingency because of COVID this year, you know, we had a, like literally in like March, we were supposed to go to Arizona in uh, May and March came like, all right, we need a contingency now. And so then that ended up like being the, um, like we ended up actually doing that trip. So like we always, we're always super paranoid, but I will say the, the year before when I was out at Tayo, it was like the, the best, there were no fires really even close. And I guess that's atypical. I didn't realize, like, I don't know if you know, if that is a pretty bad, like perennially, is that a bad wildfire area? I think it is. It, it is, but it was by far the worst they'd seen in, wow. I think it was like 20 years. They had said that that was the worst, uh, it had been. You know, and it's it's funny. You watch like whimsical woman. Uh, yeah, she was out there. She was out there like two weeks before us, and it was beautiful. I mean, just perfect weather. The skies were the 
it's the perfect blue, just what you're what you're expecting. And uh, then we got out there. (laughs) (laughs) We did. We did have uh, we had backup plans. Uh, If it wasn't going, we had we had a couple of backup plans that we were we were talking about. But uh, since it, I mean, about a week out, we we decided, hey, all right, looks like everything's going to be good. We're going. Did you uh, roll the dice and it didn't work out? <laughs> so, so when you set foot on the trail the first day, were you like, "We're gonna finish this bad boy," or were you like, "I don't know"? Oh no! I mean, up until the night at Lake Aloha was the only time I was like, "Shit, this may not happen." Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I woke up. I don't remember. It was like one a.m., three a.m. I say it in the video. My throat was sore. Oh, I wow. couldn't stop coughing. Uh, my chest hurt. Chris woke up, he was hurting too, uh, and it was all just from, I mean, the smoke was so trapped in that that area that it, it just was nasty, it was bad. Yeah, it looked, um, you can definitely see it, you can see the haze in your videos. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It, I, it's, I've never like, I've never been anywhere close to a wildfire. Really. I haven't either. Um, so I have no idea, like, like literally our sister in Reno, there's like ash, like landing in her front yard. Yeah, that that night when we woke up the next morning, uh, I had ash all over my <laughs> my bug net, all over the stuff that was sitting out. So yeah, I mean it was it was bad enough that there was ash floating around. Yeah, and so like I, you know, you described the feeling that night, but like throughout your hike and being exposed to that smoke was, did you just feel like crap the whole time? I had a constant cough. Yeah, uh, I just and and really for a couple of weeks after being home, I had that cough. A lot better now, but yeah, no, it was. I can't it be good was for not, you. It was not something that you should have been hiking in. I yeah, mean, I, yeah, that can't be good but, for you. But we were there. We'd spent the money. We had the time. I know. We were going to do it. I know. Uh, until they until they told us we weren't going to do it. Five grand. They don't that they don't screw around. Do you know of anyone they actually got fined? No, I don't know of anybody that did. Yeah, that would uh, that would be awful. I'd be done hiking for sure. Five grand. Yeah, no, even no. even even if it wasn't. No, I'm going to I'm going to Tahoe City and hanging out. Yeah, did you like Tahoe City? Yeah, I like Tahoe. It's City. It's kind of cool. Tahoe City's nice. Yeah. yeah, you should have stayed at the yep. Tamarack. I told you. <laughs> Tamarack is. Yeah, the, I didn't. I didn't set up. The, I know uh, the accommodations for for up there. I set up the accommodations down in South Lake, and Chris took care of of up in Tahoe City. So. Yeah, the we uh, were where we were. I thought it was uh so the when I came in I came into Tahoe City from the north. You came in from Desolation, yeah. so I came in from the other right. way. And it was just a beautiful like hike. Like you see the lake the whole time, then you get down to Tahoe City, and obviously this was a non forest fire, non coronavirus time. So like it was like Johnny Mosley's were everywhere. <laughs> just yeah. beer. That's where he's from. Uh yeah, like all the like, you know, the Tahoe Mountain people were out. Like, ah. <laughs> It was really fun. I don't know. It was cool. I was like, this is cool. This is a good time to read some life. Because we're looking at, you know, we're looking at our trip next year and we're starting to plan out, okay, like where are we going to stay and like that kind of stuff. So I don't, I don't know. Clockwise or counterclockwise? I don't know. We, we haven't figured out. Any tips? Yeah. What would you, what, what should we do? It's hard. It's hard to say, but uh, I don't know. If you're feeling good, I think. I think going counterclockwise, starting in South Lake and getting the dry section out of the way early, and then you've got then you've got the really good sections to look forward to. Rather than starting like we started at South Lake, so the last section we did was going to be the dry section. That oh, I see, I see. So you're saying South start in South Lake and hit Desolation last? Yeah. Okay. Well, pretty much last ish. Yeah. Yeah. Because people say Desolation is the best part, so I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I imagine the worst part is going up south, like through the Nevada side, right? Like you don't yeah. know of anything cool that's the there. Dry side. It's the dry side. It's hotter. It's more exposed. I mean, it's it's like a sandy. It's like a, a decomposed granite is the the terrain, like what you're walking on. And so it's it's kind of sandy and how dry. That's what our fire pit. My fire pit is decomposed oh. granite. <laughs> Sections that walk, were like, walk walk through your walk, fire pit. What is days walk, on end? Walk around a <laughs> fire pit. Uh, <laughs> Like over twenty miles without. Oh, so, oh shit! Oh okay. wow! Oh, so okay. okay. Got to carry. That's good to know. Yeah, we're gonna be consulting you for all sorts of questions. But, <laughs> we'll take you with us. Yeah. Like, what are we gonna? Marley Peak Campground has a uh, a pump that's been out for like years, and they finally repaired it 
this year. So that's oh, back to work. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, man, that's, uh, we're looking forward to that. That's a bummer though. So what do you got? What's your next, I mean, you talked about the JMT, you don't have anything on yeah, your so, docket. What are you going to be doing here? So we're going to finish, uh, Rayman and I have been knocking out sections of the, uh, Washita trail. So we'll finish that this probably in the next couple of weeks. We'll probably go out and I think we've got, uh, we'll do, I think we've got about five days left on it. So we'll do a three day weekend and then just a regular two day weekend should be done with that. And that's like 223 miles total. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, are you going to ever then, come back out our way? I'd like to. Yeah. Come back out but east. You guys have COVID. You guys have COVID. We, we got a bad. We, we got a bad. We have, <laughs> we have, we have mediocre backpacking and a lot of coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, uh, I, yeah, go ahead. I do think that there was a, uh, a plan of maybe heading up towards uh, upstate New York, Vermont, somewhere up oh. in there sometime, sometime next year as well. Because I've got a couple of friends that uh, I, I love hiking with. But the problem is they they can't get away, uh, family and, and work. They can't get they they don't have the, the time to jump on a plane, mm-hmm. go somewhere, spend a yeah. day traveling. So if we can go to them, it makes it a whole lot easier. What what kind of like hikes are you eyeing up there? Like Vermont, like Long Trail type stuff. So Northville Placid Trail, Vermont Long Trail, something like that. Yeah. Okay, that's uh. Yeah. I mean, we, we've done part of the Vermont Long Trail. It's muddy. It's uh. It's buggy. It's, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe some more up in the, the whites. Who knows? Yeah. We've, uh, Andy, that's that whole area we've never touched. And we, we, we did a podcast with, um, just with, uh, with Kyle, who's up there, but also Justin from It's Good in the Woods. And he's like the, the whites guy. And d- dude, yeah. he only winter backpacks. Do you know, did you know this about him? Well, it's insane. No. Oh. No, he does more, but winter is his main. He does more, but winter is his like preferred oh, just started. backpacking season for like the mountains of New and Hampshire. There. Yeah, it's insane. That's, that's, that's nuts. Yeah, it's insane. Um, so another thing, I was, uh, I it sounds like you had a uh, a pretty good because I've been eyeing this too. You've had a you had a good experience with the Light AF internal framed forty liter pack. Yeah, yeah. So you know. I wasn't sure after that trip, I wasn't sure. Cause I actually had a fair amount of shoulder pain and I really did narrow it down to, it was, it was all the weight I was carrying up front. Cause I had the, the pack, mm-hmm. for, uh, hilltop packs with my, um, the Sony was in there. I had spare batteries in there. I had the drone, uh, oh. and then I had, you know, a water bottle on one shoulder strap, the GoPro on another. And so I just had so much weight up front. Yeah that it was, it was pulling on the shoulders so bad. So last two trips I've done, I've carried nothing up front. Oh, no really? Water well, actually the only thing I carried is the, the GoPro, the GoPro, and then my inReach mini that those are the only things I've had up front and, uh, shoulders have been great. It carries extremely well, transfers the weight to the hips, just like a, a frame pack should. And, uh, man, I love that pack. I don't, I don't even know if I'm going to go frameless anymore just because that one is so light. What is it? it? Is. What's the weight on it? You have to ask that. I don't know. <laughs> like, do, do you know, do you know how many extra ounces the suspension is? No, it's not much. Cause right. Just, Cause I have the 40, but I don't have a suspension in it and I've been eyeing well, it. Well, Chris, Chris was selling me on it too, because it's, you, think I, you can get, you can pull this, the suspension out. It's just correct. Too, Right, the stays that have a Velcro strap. Yeah, but it's not tall. It's wide, which is I like. The other thing is, it's not that much lighter than the Z Packs Arc Hall. It yeah. is lighter. Yeah, and it's just as big, I think. But it's not that much lighter. So I'm like, I don't know if I can justify. Maybe if I sold the Arc Hall, but I freaking love the Arc Hall. It's such a good pack, so I don't know. He didn't have, when we got our Light AF packs, he did not have this, that option. So I probably okay. would have gone for it had he had it. Um, because I know you guys You guys had talked about the you know difference between framed and frameless and how you know it makes sense to, to have a framed pack. Yeah, and, uh, you, you said your, I, I your pack weight was 35 pounds on the Tahoe Rim Trail? 
that's probably being conservative. It was probably a little more than that. Yeah, you it can't was, do that in a frameless. No. It was a little bit ridiculous. That's that would, absurd. Yeah, that hurt bad. For that, me, that was a lot. Um, that was, I mean, it was it was a lot of. I carried so much food. I carried so much. Yeah. Food. Well, how how uh, what were your plans for like how many days were you carrying food for? Like, what was your haul? Uh, so six because we were on the that first section was six days. So I had the food for that, and I had an extra day's worth of food just in case. So you carried okay. seven days of food. Yeah. We did that in yeah. Colorado. Yeah, and it was a. It, it was, was awful. a ton of yeah. weight. <laughs> Did you have to get um so when we when we carried 7 days of food, we got very strategic about the food we carried, the packaging our food was in because that's weight too. Did you just throw a bunch of stuff in there? Yeah, I did. I just I I and to be honest, it would have been a whole lot better had I, you know, broken things out, broken down the packaging, that's put them into the Ziplocs. Yeah. And, but yeah, I was I just threw it in there. We even bulk packaged dinners. So we would put like three or four okay. dinners in one big, like big thing. And like, because now, now having said that, we didn't know this at the time, but there was trash dumping stations at trailheads, which you might've had on the TRT too. The trailheads there are pretty we passed a couple. Yeah. Um, but we got it. And what we do a lot now, which you can't do out there on Colorado's, we, we, we burn our trash. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Depends on what it is. If you have a fire, like we've even done paper based packaging, like for some foods. Because, like, we're even now, like, if you can be strategic about being able to burn your trash, I mean, there's just some things you can't burn. Yeah. Um, But, like, so you can, I mean, you can bulk package, uh, like, just dehydrated stuff in like a paper bag. And that, that makes a difference, man. If you're strategic about the food prep, you can shave off a decent amount of weight and bulk. Or just go the MacGyver way and just throw a bunch of stuff. And in here, the, uh, here's a pro tip too: if you uh, if you use a paper bag, a lot of times there's still oils and stuff in your dehydrated food, and that'll leach into that bag, and then use it as a fire starter. Yeah, bushcrafter. Uh, another thing you talked about. Um, <laughs> yeah, I used a uh, I used a, a twig stove on the last trip. <laughs> oh, really? Do you like yeah. it? Well, they're they're fun every once in a while. Um, I was using the, the Chi Whiz one. I don't know if you guys have seen that uh, one. It's like super, it's a Chi Whiz Firefly. It's like 2.5 ounces. It's like really thin, lightweight type, just titanium. And, uh, yeah, it works, works pretty well. We, we've used a twig stove once when we had to, when we went to a place that only allowed them. And we've taken it before. We've taken it That's after true. that. They're, they have yeah. their place. They're a pain in the ass. I mean, honestly. But, uh, but our... Say, yeah. I hate smell like smoke. Yeah. Yeah. And like your cookware, like everything. Soot on everything and soot on yeah, everything. One pot that it only Oh, that's liquid. smart. Yeah. That's pretty smart. What what inspired the twig stove? Uh I was on YouTube and I saw a she was video and I was like, eh, I haven't used that in a while. <laughs> nice. Gear gear acquisition syndrome. No. So uh so how's the banyan going? You ripped it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we can talk about it. Oh, that. we can't talk about it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, it should be back. It should be back soon. Uh, and actually, I, I messaged Dutch the other day, and I was like, I missed my banyan. I was <laughs> that, that last trip, and I had a. Uh, I was actually in a Dutch, uh, just a netless, just an eleven foot netless, on this last trip, and I was like, man, I missed the banyan. You're putting on too That's, much muscle. You, the, yeah. The banyan can't survive the density. How much do you weigh now? About 190. Oh, wow. How tall are you? 5'7", like 5'8". Five, five, okay. Yeah, you're a dense dude. That's like having a big rock in there. How, how are those aftermarket um, carbon fiber poles? Yeah, how are those working out? out? They're working great. Yeah, okay. they're, they're perfect. I mean, they're exactly the same size as the, as the stock ones and uh, you know, quite a bit lighter. And I've seen no, no issues, heard no issues. Uh, I mean, they, they held up. So. Did you, uh, after I sent you the picture of our Jimmy rigged Banyan, have you ever considered doing something like that? Save a lot of weight. Yeah. So like I said, there was a guy that there was somebody that messaged and, and had said that, uh, you know, he never takes the spreader bars with him. He always finds branches or twigs and, uh, is able to carve them out into you know, like points to go into the holes. Yeah. That's how he's always done it since like the seventies. And I was like, damn. Have That's you considered impressive. that? It's it's a you'd save a decent like, amount of weight. Like, 
but no. <laughs> but if you could, but honestly, well, the trekking poles, you that, just need one tiny little attachment on the top of your trekking pole and you to, could to go it, into the other side and it would be perfect. That's it. So there were some that were made that you, there was like a screw on piece yeah. that you could actually do it. I don't remember who made them. It made them a Gossamer gear or somebody that had them a while back. I, I sent Dutch a picture of our setup and he was like, that's pretty cool. He's like, I have snapped trekking poles doing that though. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if you do do it, you can't use like ultra light. We were not using, we were using straight up. I'm pretty sure aluminum trekking poles. We were, they were cheapo ones. They were like cheap aluminum ones, but they, I think they'd be fine, but I could see yeah, if you had like carbon fiber, or like super light ones, yeah, they yeah, might snap. Yeah. We, we wouldn't have used mine. We would have done the stick method. But if you could get, I was, I was talking to him. I was like, if you could 3d print, See, he was telling me the problem with him because I was like, have you ever considered doing something where people can use their trekking poles? Because it clearly can work. And he was like, the problem is every trekking pole is different. It'd be really tough for us to get a universal system. No, you just make a cup at each end, like a like a sil nylon cup. That's it. But I think even the ends of all trekking poles are a little bit different. No, 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 not into the metal. This is what I this is while I was engineering this out there i was thinking about this just you just make like a silicone like cup well kind of like the kind of like the cup in the the z packs yeah yeah Yeah, exactly yeah Yeah. not a cup i mean well you know what i mean like a checking pole just sits in there and then there's like a little nub coming out the you don't even need that just like a pocket on each end instead of going oh i see yeah that's all you need make it happen you could make it out of dyneema i bet hey uh all these Ultralight vendors that are listening, knock yourselves out. Just name it after us. <laughs> yeah, the the the, sh- <laughs> the SBO ad- adapter or something. Because yeah. I, I was like, dude, the, well, how much? I call it the shill spreader. How? Oh, oh, that's oh, a no. fantastic name. How much do the? Um, I'm trying to remember how much the spreader poles weigh. At least ten ounces, I think. What do the carbon fiber ones so. weigh? Uh, they're like four ounces oh, lighter. Shit. Okay, that's pretty light. Four ounces lighter. So like six ounces, seven yeah. ounces? Yeah. If I take the Banyan out west, it's definitely, I'm not taking the aluminum ones. Just take some sticks. No, no, no. No, because, okay. <laughs> some dude no, commented, that, dude, some guy commented on our Instagram post and was like, dude, I used some dowel rods. I saw that. I was like, That's, those, those would be light though. If you get thick ones. Yeah, but here's the thing. Okay, so you want to bushcraft some sticks or whatever. And it's like, okay, I got to get to camp at noon. And then gotta like, find the right stick. Gotta find the right stick. Yeah, I just carry yep. them with me the whole time. Yeah. I'd be too paranoid that I wouldn't find the right sticks. I was like, sticks. I mean, you gotta have a good stick, straight, right length. You gotta carve little notches into them. That would be a pain. Man, that, that, that I was I was impressed with what you guys did. Dude. Yeah, was, it was all was Andy. Uh, when I forgot, no, the best is you were because his like, our buddy Sam was using that one, and, and Kevin was just like, "Well, Sam, I guess you're just gonna have to sleep in it like I was a like, burrito." You have to sleep in it like a burrito. <laughs> I was like, we like, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and I was like, "No way!" But this, then, this is the curse of the bridge hammock. You gotta have the spreader bars. I was trying to think how much. Then I was like, "Okay," I was trying to like calculate how much tension. I don't know if you know this. Dutch probably does. How much tension is it? Must it entirely depends on the weight of the person in the hammock, but how much tension the spreader bars actually take, and they can't take that much if sticks work, you know. Right. So then I was like, okay, this might work, but then and then you just use the bear line to like Jimmy rig it to it, and it. Our buddy used it because he wanted to try the banyan. So I'm like, I'll bring the banyan for you. And then I got to the camp and I was like. Dude, shit. I was like, they're in the car, man. Um, and uh, so Andy, like, Jimmy rigged that together. But then I was like, then I was like, we should 3D print like an end, I guess, but your little like sil nylon caps might be a better idea. Yeah. But if, but if Dutch is saying it's snapping trekking poles, I'm not Well, I could see it snapping a carbon fiber. Those are aluminum poles. Well, he's got carbon fiber and they're working fine. That's true. But they're rods, I guess. Did you, when you, when you got those, spreaders did you like did you were they was that company already making them for the banning or did you contact them i think i asked you this did you contact them and were you like make i was these? the first one that asked for them okay they, so they make them for the ridge runner and i think the dimensions are pretty damn close like so do you didn't have to send them yours no i sent them just the dimensions Okay. 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 I was curious how that. I was like, is there really a big market for aftermarket banyan parts? Maybe. I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, since he's already making them for the the Ridge Runner, it yeah. was easy. I just gave him how, the length, and he made them exactly what I needed. Have you laid in a Ridge Runner ever? I have. Yeah, I've got I've got a couple of videos. I I did a I think it was a one or a two night trip with one that I had borrowed. Um, and I didn't like it. Right. I, it was okay. It was okay, but I it wasn't it wasn't life changing, which is weird because dimension wise, it should be pretty damn close to the Banyan. And I don't know why I like the Banyan so much more. I've been really impressed with how well the Banyan takes various different underquilts from I, a I, bunch I, of manufacturers. I freaking love the Banyan. It's such a, it is so comfortable. And now I got a problem where I don't have a, I, I need to get a better pillow now because it's so flat. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You do need a more of a pillow in it. That's yeah. right. You can't use the, uh, what do you use as a pillow in it? Uh, I've got, I've got a couple different ones, but, um, I was using like a, what did I take on that trip? I don't even remember. Uh, but I've got a, uh, memory foam one that a guy down uh, in Texas sent me and that one, that one works pretty well cause it's, it's, I don't mm. know, three, four inches thick. Oh, that's a good idea. Probably come, probably packs down pretty it's, small. It's too. like, it's like the shape of like a dog bone. Um, so it's, it's pretty small. It's, it's probably, you know, that big. But uh, yeah, it works well. Um, I also got a kick out of you talking about how you regretted wearing a white shirt out there because it's so <laughs> dusty, dude. It's so dusty. I was like, yeah, I'd have known that. Yeah, but but then you look like a you look like hiker trash. Then it's true. You get a nice patina look yeah. to it. You get a nice yeah. little patina. Kind of does look. It's good. still got that. It's been washed a few times. It's still got it. So was your was your total section from South Lake to Tahoe City? Okay, so you still got a decent chunk of that trail left. Yeah, from where we started to where we got off, uh, it's right around the hundred. Right at hundred. So you did a hundred miles. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Damn. Good for you guys. You only have like seventy, sixty, or seventy some left. Okay. Yeah. About seventy. It's. I know it says it's like one sixty-five, but I think most people are clocking like one seventy-eight. Do you know other people that did the whole thing this year? Yeah, like uh, oh, whimsical woman did. Mm. That's right. Yeah, whimsical woman did, and then uh, I was talking with another guy who who did it in I think late June. I had had some snow, but I was gonna say that's uh the the one thing about that trail is the the through hiking season for it is pretty damn short. Like I don't yeah. know, they did it in June. It was late June. Like I think they I think they finished up Fourth uh, of July weekend or Fourth of July. First off, the bugs. I bet. Uh, would, would well, be, you might be. You might be. You might be right bugs. before bugs. Yeah. yeah. How were the I bugs? Know. I don't remember. The bugs were pretty bad when I was out there. Were they good we when you were no there? No bugs. That was probably the smoke. The smoke probably yeah. helped you there. Well, <laughs> probably. We uh, the bugs when I was there because I was there at the exact same time of the year you were, a year before you, and the bugs were actually pretty bad. And I was, I was, I've been told that they're not great up there, generally speaking. Wonderful. I know. I know. When we did the Colorado trailer, I didn't see a single bug the entire time we yeah, were there. I know. It was nice. I know. It was fantastic. Um, all right. Well, we're pulling for you, man. That was sad. It was sad to uh, when I texted you. I didn't realize you had gotten off when I texted you. I was like, how's it going? And you're like, we're done. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> He's like, you're like, yeah. we're, we're drinking in Tata City. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. That's nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, any other gear? Uh New gear acquisitions or anything fun to talk about gear wise? Uh, you know that superior hammock stuff. The superior gear, That's, they're uh, yeah. they're integrated integrated one. They're actually making me a new one because uh, I've got I've got their old one, and I've got it in the. They do both ten foot and eleven foot. So the one that they had sent me originally was the ten foot, and I really was like, eh, it's a little small even for me. So I talked with them about doing the eleven foot. And at the same time, they were talking like other people were hitting them up after seeing my video, asking for something a little bit lighter. And so they they went with lighter fabrics. They went with the I think 950 fill power, uh, and they're calling it the Elite series. And so it's lighter, and it's what I loved about it was it was instantly warm. Like yeah. you mm -hmm. get in it, and there's no air gaps. There can't right. be any air right. gaps because it's attached. Um, and so that's just it's nice. And so there's no fiddle factor to it. It's 
for someone that's getting into uh, into it and is only going to do it, you know, shoulder season yeah. to, to summer, you know, a 30 degree is perfect. Yeah. And, and so, you know, they do a 30, a 15 and a zero. Um, but I think that 30 is is great. So I've, I've got I'm, I've got another one coming. I'll do a review on and that'll be. Uh, one that I use certain parts certain parts of the year, but it'll mainly be like a loner that I'll I'll use for people that don't have everything set up already. How much does it weigh? Do you know off the top of your head? I think the uh, I think it was like thirty. I think it was like thirty two ounces was the one that I've got <laughs> with the so underquilt. It, yeah, kind of yeah. heavy. When uh, kind of heavy, but I don't think that's that bad. It's not bad at all. And and in fact, when uh, we got into hammocking in like twenty fifteen, I think twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen, and I was like. My first thought was, why does anyone make a hammock with an underquilt attached to it? It made no sense to me that it didn't exist because it would be lighter. It would be easier. I get that you lose some versatility because it is nice to be able to have under, you know, differing underquilts. But I was like, this is a no brainer to me. Like, would there be no fiddling? So, and I've never even laid in one. It, it looks pretty sweet, though. I mean, so yeah. is is that the way to go? Sounds like it. I, I think it's an a, an awesome way to go, just because. I mean, how many times have you had gaps? Or, oh, it's or, so you know, annoying. Or, or a wind comes up and gets, I, you know, there have been certain underquilts that I messed with for, you know, six, seven trips trying to get it yeah. right and still had cold spots. I was like, what the hell is going on? I, this one was just dead simple. You got in it and it was warm. Well, I will say the Banyan when it comes to underquilt and fiddling is just, it's almost non-existent. Yeah, I, I've been I've been very impressed with how we have put a enlightened equipment. First off, I meant to tell you about this enlightened equipment underquilt we got. We they sent us like a minimalist underquilt called the uh, Uprising. I was like, Mark would be into this. It's, it's nice. It's it's um, they basically took a regular underquilt and they they made it so it doesn't go up as much on the sides. Okay. Uh, so it's perfect for the banyan. It fits on there perfectly, and it's oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. and it's like. I think it weighs. I think the twenty degree full length weighs sixteen ounces. No, it was closer to nineteen. Yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. a full length twenty degree, and it was they just cut off some of the sides, so it's like their minimalist underquilt. But he put it on the banyan. That's that's your that's what you use on the banyan now. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna go with that. It's awesome. Um, okay. But we put the UGQ ones on there. The enlightened uh, multiple enlightened equipments, and the, it it's so simple. You don't even have to fiddle with it. You know, you just put yeah. it on the little rungs, and it's like I don't know. I've been really impressed with that. Yeah, because that was the one the thing. Best I've, one is that that local Libre one I've got. Yeah, it, I know you it, use that. It was cut for it. I mean, but you know, the the problem with using like my UGQ ones is they come up and so I they know. cut off my view. Mm-hmm. With that one, with it being cut with it, oh man, it's it's great. Yeah, the, I mean, the, that EE George one does it just for it. That's yeah. why that uprising one is really good for it because they they took <laughs> off. They probably took off five inches on each end. So it, it literally just comes up perfectly to the cusp of the banyan. Um, yeah, it's, and they sent us a purple one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, hey, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Looks good on the black. Yeah. Although yours is gray. I don't know. Um, but that was one thing I was, I was really impressed with. I haven't, I hadn't tried an underquilt other than a UGQ underquilt on that hammock ever. And then we got these EE ones and I was like, Oh, there's something here. And I didn't realize that, um, they, that you have one that's cut specifically for the banyan. I actually didn't know that that existed. That's a that's a heads up play. But see, like some of the other bigger, like the the other underquilt that Sam was using on the banyan, which was like the uh, revel, the, the revel, it it sagged way down. Because so it was like, too big. I mean, it was it's a huge so. Are you going to create like if it's cold out? Are you creating just a big air pocket under there that Rest. you're going to have trouble warming up? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you damaged a tarp with your banyan? I have not, and I've I've hit mine a couple you, times. You put a you put a little mark. So on I put a mark in mine, not a hole. I've had it up against my my Cuban one, and it, it hasn't. I haven't had any problems yet. So. I put a little, not a hole, a little scrape in there though. That freaked okay. me out. So now when I use it, I will literally tie it off so all four ends are elevated because I'm super paranoid about it. I call it atrium mode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tie off to trees and use trekking poles because I got in there and maybe I don't know I just like aggressively got in there but I hit it and I heard it and I was like shit it was, it was the it was the light AF like big ass tarp that's like super nice 
with doors. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I have actually been impressed with how you can use doors with the Banyan hammock. You can tie, you can stake those out pretty cool and cool ways. I don't know. It, it's a, I was just curious though, if you'd ever, cause you've used the Banyan way more than me. And, uh, I've gotten some dicey into some dicey and you told me that before buying it, you're like the tarp can get a little sketchy. And, and yeah, definitely so I'm, I'm actually, I'm yeah. probably going to end up with a tarp that's built around it. Like for oh. it. Yeah. Like wider with, with the pullouts in the right spot so that it clears it and the doors set up so that they can actually close correctly. Uh, I know Dutch was talking about, I was gonna say, does, some, does someone make one? And, well, hammock gear, hammock gear now asks the question when you're buying the winter palace, if you go with the, I think the 12 foot winter palace, they actually ask if it's for a bridge because they put the tie outs in different places. Hmm. But Dutch is flirting with, uh, yeah, I know that he, that's that's one he's he's talked about. He's got the double wide one out there that that works right. well, I think. But uh, I think he was talking about doing one specifically for the for the bridge. Yeah, that that was the only thing that was sketchy about that hammock was. Yep. You don't want to put a hole in a no. three or four hundred dollar cube fiber tarp. They make patches. <laughs> I know. True. I'd be so pissed though. It's like shit. Oh yeah. Because you. Do it when you're getting into the hammock. I don't know. And the way you do, he hangs his band in, which I think is the way to go. He hangs it super tight. Do you do that? Uh, definitely tighter than a yeah than a regular yeah, gathered end, right? Yeah. That's how I mean. That's how I got. That's how I get the uh, the cor- the correct tension on like um, the dog bones and stuff that's holding up the bug yeah. net. So it's and I, so easy to set up. I know, oh, and I, I actually like the pad in there. You, I never slept with the pad in there. Why? It's so flat. It's so flat. It, it is, but you've got to make sure you don't have one that's like three and a half, four inches thick like mine because that raises that. I know. It's, it gets a little so sketchy. Gets I know. Tippy. I know. Yeah. I know. It does feel a little tippy. You're like, ooh, shit. Have you ever come close to falling out of it? Not that one. No. Have you, have you fell out mm, of it? Yeah. <laughs> Not that one. It, this question actually came up on the last trip. I've never fallen out of a hammock. Um, I think those. I, I think the tighter you get them, the more prone you are to, to falling out of yeah. them. And you, if you lay in the center rather than diagonal, I think that's where people oh, end up Oh, yeah. That would make sense. They don't They don't understand. I mean, we've, I've never been on... So this last, last weekend, we did this three-day trip, uh, Eagle Rock Loop. And the last three times we've done it, I could probably count on both hands the number of people we saw combined. Oh, wow. This, this trip we probably passed 110 people. Ew. Wow. But why? I, I have no idea why. I, I think COVID, everyone's out because of it COVID should, doing yeah. this, this kind of stuff. But so many different different hammocks out there. And like the first day, it was all legit hammocks. Like legit hammocks being hung. And I was like, wow. Like no Enos? And, then, and well, day three. <laughs> the Enos came day out. Three, the Enos. Enos and shit hammocks that were hung way too tight, way too close. I was like, oh yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be fun. <laughs> that's the only, when we go out in Ohio, that's the only type of hammock we see. Yeah. But people we don't see real hammocks, but I'm not seeing people sleep in them. I've, I, yeah. I've the, seen some people in them. No, I, I remember one time we, we did see somebody attempt to sleep in it and about two in the morning, they packed up and went home, but I never see I've never seen a real hammock. Have you? I don't know. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. I mean, we passed. I mean, I remember passing somebody in Dolly Saws, and we were talking about dream hammocks. Yeah, that. I remember. Yeah, talking about it, but I've never, I've never like walked by camp like, oh, there's a really nice dream hammock set up, or yeah. like something like that. You don't see it. It's weird, and like, like, kind of like similar to what you were saying. We were out this weekend. What about Wisconsin when it was all just nice hammocks? I know. I know. That's the flip side. When we go on the YouTube trips, it's like all like $500 setups minimum. Um, But we were out this weekend and it was a 75 degree day and it was literally like a line of people on the trail. Yeah. It was bad. It it was awful. Yeah. Um, So irritating. So I don't know if it was COVID or the weather or like whatever, but uh, we were talking with people and, and like all the national parks, uh, you know, going out to the different parks in Utah, like normal trailheads that are kind of off the beaten path that normally that's what people go to, to, to get away, have like miles of cars parked along yeah. the, side of the road. 
and it's it's stupid. I mean, it's like uh, it's cool that everyone's getting out, but stay the hell out of where we want to be. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I know, right? Super, super annoying. Um, Yeah, I saw some. Who was showing us some pictures of a trailhead? Who was that? Uh, And there were cars just lined up. I think it was Dolly Sods, and there were cars like for a mile. Oh, that was the Adventure Archives video. Yeah, the new one. We watched an Adventure Archives video. And there were just like a literally a mile of cars. I think it's just people have been cooped up all summer and yeah. spring. And yeah. yes, this is why winter backpacking is awesome. You know, those people won't be out there in the winter. You know that. That's true. Are you uh, looking forward true. to doing some winter backpacking? I am. I'm looking forward to it being a little bit cooler. Yeah. We're, uh, we are, we're talking about this year, how this is our third season of doing winter backpacking. And we're finally to the point where we kind of know we take, we at least, know what gear to bring to make it comfortable. And I'm looking forward to winter backpacking. Yeah. You know, no people, you know, I don't know, nothing, nothing to worry about other than dying in the cold. Yeah. Other than dying. Uh, so last thing I want to talk to you about briefly, quickly, cause you were talking about people getting their earth sacks shredded. So when I was oh, in Tahoe, by, by bears. Yeah. Yeah. When I was Whoa. in Tahoe, what the rangers told me, which I did anyway, because I'm super always paranoid about bears wherever I go, is I hung my ursac. Were the ursacs you talking about getting shredded? Were they hung like an ursac, or were they hung like I hung my ursac like a bear bag? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay, all I know is we saw. If you go, go onto Facebook and go to the Tahoe Rim Trail through hikers thing. Get on there. And, and just scroll through and take a look at some of the pictures. There are, it's always desolation wilderness. Yeah. But there, there are probably 10 a year that they're showing shredded. And I was thinking, ah, that's the older ones. It's not the new ones. No, it was the Ursac Almighty or Ursac, uh, whatever the Ursa Major or whatever the hell it is that I've got. So it's the same one. It's the new one. It's the black one. That's what and I have. Absolutely shredded. I was like, holy crap. Um, you know, we saw it before we went. We saw it after we went. And I I still did mine. The, I just hung it up in a tree, just normal way. But um, we didn't have we didn't have any issues. You know, there were there were absolute dumbasses out there that that that's probably why we didn't have a problem was because they were the bears were feasting on there. Yeah. Well, so we we got up to Lake Aloha and I, I wanted to say something to this guy, but he was he was drunk and with a bunch of friends. And uh, they had cooked dinner, and they cooked oh, too much. Nice. And they they walked up a hill and just were dumping their food just on the ground. Really? On the ground? You saw like, him doing this? Oh, oh yeah, I saw him doing it. At least you know that the that's the bear magnet. Yeah. At least you know the well, bears are going I, there. That's what I told the guys, I was like, "Well, we know if they're coming, that's where they're going because it's easy pickings there." Uh, when uh, when I was there, the ranger was like. They're straight up carrying people's bear canisters away from camp. <laughs> so I was like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? <laughs> you know? And they're like, if you have an earth sack, just hang it. I'm like, I ha- I'm hanging it anyway. But I'm like, what do you do if you wake up and your bear vault is gone? You're hiking to town. Yeah. Hopefully some dumbass is cooking like a steak somewhere close by. So the bears are just going there. That's so stupid. The bear activity is so high there. Um, so, well, and so is the, I mean, in that general area, I, I mean, I know why they do like the zones up there yeah. and only a certain number right. because people are just idiots. I mean, and you get too many of them up there. I, I mean, some of the conversations we heard of, of drunk people, uh, you know, 2 AM having, you know, about to fight over <laughs> a girl that was there, you know, shit like that. It's like, I'm, this funny. is dumb. You guys yeah. are idiots. Yeah. That's funny. When we, uh, I, I was not able to grab a pass for Lake Aloha. We, we got it for the China flats area, which is just North of there. So we weren't able to camp there, but the camping there looked, looked pretty sick. And, uh, but I could see how that would be the most popular place to camp in the desolation wilderness. Um, yeah, that's sweet. So we're looking forward to it next year. The invitations open Mark to come with us. We're pretty fun to hike with. We do about four to five miles a day. We do more than that, but we do we <laughs> on that trail. That's not yeah, yeah. that's not going to be a twenty mile day. 
trail for no. us. No. No. No no, uh, no, 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 no. I did 14 when I was there, and that was like, oh, I'm good. I'm good with that. Um, I hear you. All right, dude. Thanks for talking to us, man. Yeah. This was yeah, fun. Thanks for, thanks for the call. I uh, appreciate it. No. So one of, these, one of these days, we'll go backpacking with you. We almost had oh, it. We almost had it, and then COVID came, and we'll do something. Um, and thank you for your military service, yes. sir. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. All right, thank dude. You. Everyone else out there. Yeah. 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 All right, man. See you, dude. See ya. See ya. All right. That was fun. Yeah. Sorry Good about to talk to Mark. I. Oh yeah, so, we didn't look at the comments at all. Not only sorry, did, <laughs> and, and actually, I tried to look at the comments, but they're not showing up for me. On my phone. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. No, they were on there and it would like pop up and then it would go yeah. away. So we try fine. not to, you know, let the comments distract us from talking to good old Mark. He's a good dude. Yeah. Um, all right. Last shout out. Remember to rate us on iTunes. <laughs> I got to keep saying that. <sighs> rate us on iTunes. Positive or negative. If whatever. You're, I mean, if, if you're listening this long and you've done the whole podcast, which not many people do. Click the little star icon. Click. It doesn't even have to be five stars. It can be whatever you want. Um, happy Veterans Day, people. Yes. Thank you to all the military members and their service. We greatly appreciate it. We, you know, I don't want to go on a patriotism tangent here. But goddamn America but like, is amazing. We live in the best country yes. on the planet. And, yeah. um, you know, we, we don't, we don't, uh, we know that that requires sacrifice. and yes. uh, sacrifice. And you know, there's a lot of nonsense going on with politics right now that we're not going to get into, but we yeah. can all rally behind the people that serve in our armed forces. Yes. Um, you know, good for them. All right, everybody. Peace. <laughs>